we can plot out the order in which all these little things will be done. And in doing that, it gives us that sort of roadmap. It gives us the ability to put our heads down and work on the thing that's in front of us and then work on the next thing and then work on the next thing and then work on the next thing. And this is a great way to deal with what could very well be an overwhelming number of things to do. You are an amazing human being. You're a coach or expert who works hard to make a positive difference for your clients. I'm Joss Willard, and my mission is to help good coaches like you make great profits so you can live an amazing life helping the people you're meant to serve. This podcast is here to help with that. We'll be bringing you the information, resources, experts, and perspectives to allow your practice to make a difference, support the life you want, and reward you fairly and well for the impact that you bring. Welcome to Profit for Coaches. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Profit for Coaches. I'm your host, Joss Willard, and today's episode is pretty much all about me. Now, we're talking about all of the stuff that's going on in my world that's coming up over the next few weeks and months and how that can seem a little overwhelming. And I'm going to share with you the tools or some of the tools that I use so that I don't feel so overwhelmed when things look like they could and maybe even should be overwhelming. So maybe you can take some tips out of this and apply it to your own life, or maybe I'm just helping myself figure stuff out. Either way, enjoy the episode. Real quick, before we get started, I want to make sure that the time you invest here is profitable. And the best way to do that is to make sure you grab a copy of the free ebook, The Four Must-Haves for a Profitable Coaching Practice. It's absolutely free. It's worth every penny. It outlines the four areas that every profitable coaching practice on the planet has in common. And thus, they're the four things that you must have nailed down in your coaching practice if you want it to be consistently profitable. So if you want an easy to understand, very specific tool that makes it crystal clear where to be focusing your attention in your practice and what you can safely ignore to ensure that your practice is consistently profitable and supports the life that you want to be living, go to ProfitForCoaches.com and download your copy of the four must-haves for a profitable coaching practice today. Oh my goodness, there's a lot going on, not only in the world at large, but in my world in particular. And I'm guessing there's a lot going on in your world too. And that's great. In particular, in my world, I mentioned uh, last episode that one of the things we're dealing with is the realization that we're going to have to change our living arrangements. Uh, The house we're in is no longer working, no longer available for us, basically. So we we need to go find another place to live. So for the last month and a half, basically, we have been wandering around looking for places. And I, we, we basically narrowed it down to, to five places, one of, one of five places here relatively recently. And it is looking like we may have, have found the one we're going to move to. I'm not sure yet. Still, obviously, offers and things have to go back and forth and paperwork and all that kind of fun stuff. But it, we think we have a, a high likelihood that we know where we're going, um, which is great. But that's really just the start of things because now we get to go through this giant six-bedroom house that we are currently in and figure out what's coming with us, what's not coming with us, what we want to get rid of, how we want to set stuff up. And and assuming that we that we're going to this new place that we think we will be, we're actually downsizing a little bit as far as size of house goes and number number of bedrooms. So we're going from six to four, which is fine. It's still plenty of room. It's still a, a very nice, nice place. Uh, but now we, we get to figure out how all of the stuff that we have is going to be redistributed and redesigned and reorganized in this new place. And there is some excitement there 
but there's also a fair amount of stress. <laughs> like, what do we do? How does this fit? We got to go. Uh, first of all, we got to get the paperwork done. And then once, if, if in fact it is ours, uh, then we get to go measure things and do layouts and, and, uh, knowing my wife, whom I love dearly, we will, we'll look at tape on the floor and, and outlines of things and other, other fun stuff. But basically we've got about a month to figure out how that transition is going to go. And while of course that's going on, my business hasn't stopped. I still have my clients that I'm working with. I still am onboarding some new clients, still have room for uh, another uh, one or two new clients as well. So there's still the process of, you know, I, I work primarily by invitation or referral. So I'm in the process of people are being referred to me and and I'm extending invitations and and we'll see how that goes. So, but I've got that process going on. And then I've got the, um, the negotiation workshop that'll be happening. Actually, by the time this episode comes out, I think that'll be done. So that'll be good. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, so, so that's cool. It's not a, I'm not saying it's a thing that I'm not looking forward to doing, but I, it's, it's a thing that I plan and have and is going on while all of this is going on. And then I have another event that I'm going to be speaking at in April. And I got to do a little bit of the the groundwork on that and, and help with, with some of the marketing and, and stuff like that. It's a, it's a joint thing. There's like 15 or 20 of us. So that's cool. But there's a lot going on, right? And I was talking to someone just recently who we were talking about overwhelm. And I don't feel overwhelmed right now at this moment while I'm sitting here talking into this microphone. <laughs> I don't feel overwhelmed. Um, I have, I have my moments, but I don't know where the phrase originated from, but uh, my friend and sometime mentor, Matthew Kimberly, uh, was the one that I think uh, introduced me to the, to the phrase, which is true. And it is, it is this, it's that overwhelm doesn't come from having too much to do. Overwhelm comes from not knowing what to do next or first. And so we have a ton of stuff to do. My wife has spreadsheets and lists and all kinds of stuff, organizing what many of those things are. And if you were to just look at all of that stuff, it'd be really easy to feel overwhelmed and be like, oh my gosh, you know, in, in, in a month, month and a half, you're going to have to do all of these things. And there's a lot to do, but the key for us and the key for why this moving thing, um, along with all the other stuff that's going on around it, why that's not overwhelming is because there's an order in which things have to happen, right? I mean, first of all, offers have to be accepted. Paperwork has to be properly done. There is a process involved in changing where you physically live. And there is an order that that typically follows for all the legalities and et cetera. So I know that those are the things that have to be done first. Then once those are done, then it's a case of, all right, well, you know, there's a ton of things in, in this house that, that can be done to help prep for the move that don't necessarily have to be done in a specific order. Some of them do, which is great because they, those become the mileposts along the way. But for the most part, the rest of it is pick them, right? So you can decide, all right, well, this thing has to happen. This thing has to happen. This thing has to, at least the three main, main things that have to happen in some sort of order and all these other little things around it, they can happen in between and about. But because we have these three or four or five or however many major signposts along the way that we know have to happen in certain order, we can choose we can work backwards from the furthest one out and we can choose, well, all right, well, if for this to happen in the smoothest way possible, these other things, they would need to be done by then. All right, cool. So we know that they need to happen before pillar number three, for example. So somewhere between pillar number two and pillar number three, these five other little things need to be done. Great. Let's decide when to do it. So we can plot out the order in which all these little things will be done. 
And in doing that, it gives us that sort of roadmap. It gives us the ability to put our heads down and work on the thing that's in front of us and then work on the next thing and then work on the next thing and then work on the next thing. And this is a great way to deal with what could very well be an overwhelming number of things to do. You can only really do one thing at a time effectively well, right? You can only really do one thing at a time and put your attention on it and and focus on it. So like, let's say you listened to last week's episode about the world being a scary place. And where I talk in there about do some budgeting, figure out how to get the help that you need to take the next step and get better and focus on doubling your revenues or whatever it's going to be, right? Well, okay. Doubling your revenues, that's a pretty big thing. And there's a lot of stuff that needs to happen sometimes. Sometimes it's as simple as just double your prices, but, <laughs> but not always. Um, sometimes it is, it is as simple as just double your prices, but, but often there's a bunch of other things that need to happen and, and structural things and, and, stuff with your business and internal stuff with you and all that kind of fun stuff. But if you've done that, you're like, all right, well, how do I do this? How do I, how do I change my practice and my life to accomplish what I want? It seems overwhelming. Or if you're not doing that, if you're just like, okay, with all of the stuff that's going on in the world, how do I make sure that I'm taking care of my family, that my, my revenue is coming in, that my, like all the day-to-day stuff, plus the changing things that are happening. How do I deal with all that? Well, here's your plan. Start with the big things that have to be done in a certain order. That may require starting at the end. That may require going, okay, at the end of this thing, we're going to be moved into this new house. All of our stuff's going to be in the right places. And that includes my office from which I will be sitting down and recording another podcast episode and meeting with clients and et cetera. Because I've got to have an office in the house. All right, well, I know when my next podcast episodes need to be recorded, right? And I tend to record them in advance. Um, usually I try to do several weeks in advance. So I know that I'm going to need to have several recorded before we start moving, just to make sure I've got some leeway. So I, w- I want to make sure that I have episodes recorded so that while I'm actually doing the move, I don't need to be recording podcasts. So that means I need at least the week before the move, the week of the move and the week after the move. So I need at least three weeks, at least those three weeks need to be recorded so that I can handle the move without worrying about, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to have the internet and everything set up fast enough or in time to be able to, to do my recordings. I don't know why I went down in that particular rabbit hole, but that's one of the, one of the things to consider, right? So I know that I need to have those podcasts recorded for those three, at least those three weeks. So at least the week after my proposed move date, um, those episodes need, need to be recorded. So I need to be able to record the next episode no later than the week after we move in. Okay. So if I, let's say, for example, we know we're moving April 15th, then that means I need to be recording a podcast episode. I need to have the ability to record a podcast episode for April 28th, no later than that week of the 18th through the 22nd, as an example, if I was willing to let it, let it get that tight. So if I know then that my deadline date for having everything set up in the house, or at least my office set up in the house <laughs> and the internet, I know that that deadline is probably April 18th. So then I can work back. Well, okay, if I need to have my office up and running by April 18th, that means that we need to actually be moved into the house by the 15th, the week of the 15th. So that means that I have to have the movers scheduled and all that kind of fun stuff. Turns out we already do, right? But I I can work backwards from, right? Well, for my office to be working, what things need to need to be happening. I need to have my cable set up or my internet set up. I need to have my electricity going. I need to have the office actually built. I need to have the acoustic stuff in place, et cetera, et cetera. 
So that, and that's just the office, right? But we know that in order for me to do all of those little things of setting up my office, all of my stuff has to actually have made it from the previous place to the new place by this date. In order for that to happen, the movers have to have been scheduled. And in order for the movers to have been scheduled, we need to have the actual address of the new place and et cetera, et cetera, right? So there's this order that those things have to be done in going backwards. And then when I go, okay, well, the movers are scheduled and they're gonna come move us on date X. Well, that means that we need to know that the boxes are packed for by this date, right? The day before day X, right? And we know, okay, well, how long does that probably take? Well, let's assume that that's gonna take two weeks. And let's also assume that that's gonna, let, let's be generous and give ourselves a third week as sort of buffer period because other stuff's gonna go on. So now I know that I need to start packing by three weeks prior to moving day, right? So I, I can do all of that working backwards because I know what my end state's gonna look like, or at least I know what I want my end state to look like and I know when it needs to happen by. So I guess this is a really long winded way. We're probably in the neighborhood of 13, 14 minutes now of saying, if the world seems like it's a lot and it seems like you've got a lot to do, um, if you're starting to feel a little overwhelmed by it all, don't worry about getting all the things done. Just figure out what to do next. You can do that by looking at what the end state is gonna look like and by when and work your way back. Well, for this to happen at this time, this needs to be done before that. And then this needs to be done before that. And then this needs to be done before that. And then this needs to be done before, done before that. So give yourself the main big pillars and then fill in the stuff in the middle. And that actually is a first thing to, that you can do. And once you start doing that, it's really easy to not be overwhelmed because now you know, oh, I've got the first thing to do is plan the order in which I'm going to do these other things or do all the rest of the things. And then I can start with, oh, now that the plan is in place, the first thing to be done is this thing. And now I can just start on that. And then I can move to the second thing. And then I can move to the third thing. And then I can move to the fourth thing. And you can pick your head up and look at the the far end goal every now and again, but your primary focus when you're in a situation where you feel slightly overwhelmed or, or, or more than slightly overwhelmed is to take aim at where you're going long-term and then put your head down and focus on the thing that's right in front of you and just do the thing that needs to happen next. And if you don't know what the thing is that needs to happen next, because you don't know exactly what your end state is supposed to look like, that's when you can get the help. That's when you can talk to somebody like me or another coach out there or somebody who is a specialist in supporting people getting to the types of places that you want to go. And that might include just figuring out what it is and where it is that you want to go. That's where going and getting that help is super important. So positive, optimistic message for you that might also be a positive, optimistic message for me just as much is that we can handle this. We can figure it out. We've got a simple step, which is to figure out what order things go in and then start at the beginning and work to the end. And that's what we're gonna do from now till next week. And I will check back in with you next week. That's it for this episode of Profit for Coaches. I've been your host, Joss Withard. To make sure you never miss a new episode, go to profitforcoaches.com to subscribe now. You'll also find all the show notes, resources, guides, links, freebies, and other goodies that we mentioned on the show. Plus, we've got some special bonuses there just for our subscribers. So to make sure you profit fully from this and each new episode of Profit for Coaches, go to ProfitforCoaches.com now.